Matt Dawson, and welcome to Ortho Science Bites. Today, I'm joined by Tony Casina. Hi, Tony. Thank you for joining us today. And could you tell us all a little bit about yourself? Thank you, Matt. Hi, everyone. For those of you who do not know me, I have been involved with transfusion medicine as a blood banker and immunohematologist for a little over 40 years. There have been many advances and innovations in the immunohematology world that have occurred over those years. Many of those will be discussed during these podcasts. Great. So in this edition of OrthoScience Bites, let's review the history about the association between blood type and development of diseases, and whether literature answers the questions of if there are certain blood types associated with COVID-19. Uh, so we'll move on. I'm personally very interested in this topic, being OPAS myself and seeing what we know about that. Indeed, Matt. Very interesting to review what literature is telling us about the role of blood groups in the development of certain diseases. And then along comes SARS-CoV-2 and the current pandemic and understand whether there are are any associations described between blood types and COVID-19. I would like to start with a brief introduction of what is the percentage of the blood groups within the world population O positive is the most common blood group, varying from 37% in Caucasians, 39% in Asians, 47% in African Americans, to 53% in Latin Americans. Highlighting that almost 5% of the global population has the universal red cell donor type, which is O negative. On the other hand, the universal plasma donor blood type AB, which is the less frequent within the population, varies from 2.2% in Latin Americans, 4% in Caucasians, 4.3% in African Americans, to 7.1% in Asians. Interesting. So what is the biochemical structure of the antigens of the ABO blood group system? Well, Matt, the antigens of the ABO blood group system, A, B, and H, are complex carbohydrate molecules on the extracellular surface of red blood cell membranes. However, their expression on red blood cells, ABO antigens are also expressed in significant amounts on the surface of a variety of human cells and tissues, including the platelets, vascular endothelium, epithelium, and neurons. Now that we understand the structure, what is the clinical significance of the ABO system? The clinical significance of the ABO blood group system extends beyond transfusion medicine, and several reports have suggested an important involvement in in the development of oncological, cardiovascular, and other diseases. There are proven relationships between ABO blood group and conditions for hemolytic transfusion reactions due to the transfusion of ABO-incompatible blood, transplantation of ABO-incompatible cells, tissues, organs, and hemolytic disease of the fetus and newborn resulting from ABO incompatibility between mother and baby. Can you take us through the history of the association of blood type and development of diseases? Of course. The first publication on blood group and disease occurred in 1917, which connected ABO blood type with tuberculosis. Later, Morant suggested that the consequence of epidemics that occurred in the past may have caused the major differences in the geographical distribution of ABO blood groups. 
evolutionary selection studies on the genetic characterization of the ABO blood group in Neanderthals and ancient Egyptian mummies suggest a potential selective advantage of the O allele. This selective advantage may influence the susceptibility to several different pathogens responsible for diseases such as severe malaria, H. pylori infections, and severe forms of cholera. The positive selective pressure could have been caused by the lack of the A and B antigens that act as receptors by infectious agents and by the presence of anti-A and anti-B. In addition, certain microbial parasites share blood group antigens with their host, a molecular mimicry. That's really interesting. Can you actually tell us a little more about that association with malaria? Evidence supporting that blood group O provides a selective advantage against severe malaria has been described. The original A allele encoding glycosylation with the A sugar acts as an adhesion ligand with infected red blood cells, thus enhancing rosette formation with uninfected red blood cells and adhesion to vascular endothelium, which cause vaso-occlusion and severe disease. This could explain the prevalence of the blood group O in the areas of endemic malaria as a group O individual had the least rosette formation observed. You also mentioned before H. pylori infections. Let's expand on that topic a little bit more. Yes, Matt. In 1954, Aird and colleagues identified the greater susceptibility of group O individuals to peptic ulcers. H. pylori is now known as a causative agent leading to the peptic ulceration and gastric cancer. The blood group antigen binding adhesion, BAB-A, facilitates the adherence of H. pylori to ABO and Lewis B blood group antigens in the gastric pit region of the human stomach mucosa. This interaction is important not only for the adhesion of H. pylori to the stomach surface, but also to attach the bacterial secretion system to the host cell surface so that the bacterial virulence factors can be effectively injected into the cytosol of the host cell. This latter interaction may play a role in the development of pancreatic cancer. Is there any more recent examples or latest examples of the connection between the ABO blood group and infections? One of the latest examples of diseases statistically linked to ABO blood group is chikungunya virus infection. Although the connection needs to be thoroughly reevaluated and established by large genome-wide association studies. Now that we're approaching the end of the podcast and after that important discussion of history, Let's talk about the current pandemic and what literature can tell us about whether there are any associations of blood types with COVID-19. Well, Matt, let's start with this discussion with a publication in the Annals of Hematology by Latz et al. aimed to determine if there is an association between ABO blood group and severity of COVID-19 defined by intubation or death, as well as ascertain if there is a variability in testing positive for COVID-19 between blood types. In the multi-institutional study, all adult patients who tested positive for COVID-19 across five hospitals were included from March 6 to April 16, 2020. Hospitalization, intubation, and death were evaluated for association with blood type. During the study, there were 7,648 patients who received COVID-19 testing 
throughout the institutions. Of these, 1,289 tested positive with a known blood type. Of the 1,289 patients who tested positive, 440, or 34.2%, were blood type A, 201, 15.6% were blood type B, 61, 4.7% were blood type AB, and 587, 45.5% were blood type O. And what has the analysis showed? The analysis showed that there was no association between blood type and any of the peak inflammatory markers, nor blood type and any of the clinical outcomes of severity. After multivariable analysis, blood type was not associated with risk of intubation or death in patients with COVID-19. Patients with blood types B and AB who received the test were more likely to test positive, and blood type O was less likely to test positive. RH-positive patients were more likely to test positive. Those are really interesting findings. Is there any other reference that explored whether there exists any other associations? Glad you asked. In contrast, and interestingly, the recent publication, Genome-Wide Association Study of Severe COVID-19 with Respiratory Failure, published on June 17, 2020 in the New England Journal of Medicine, studied 1,980 people undergoing treatment for severe COVID-19 and respiratory failure at seven medical centers in Italy and Spain. This study suggests that part of the answer to why susceptibility may be found in the genes that each one of us carries and correspondingly carry a greater risk of COVID-19 related death. It suggests that people with blood type A face a 50% greater risk of needing oxygen support or a ventilator. In contrast, people with blood type O appear to have about a 50% reduced risk of severe COVID-19. The other association signal popped up on chromosome 9, right over the area of the genome that determines blood type. Whether you are classified as an A, B, AB, or O blood type depends on how your genes and structure read your blood cells to produce or not produce a certain set of proteins. The researchers did find evidence suggesting a relationship between blood type and COVID-19 risk. Nevertheless, the findings regarding blood types and what purpose they serve in the prognosis of the disease is still largely unknown and very little is known about their links to viruses. Just one final reference point. In the recently released uh, August 2020 issue of Transfusion, in a letter to the editor, Zeke and others cautioned that careful consideration to comparison criteria is critical to making any association, and that ethnic background and patient versus donor populations are significant factors to consider. Their takeaway, analysis of additional data sets from around the world and studies with carefully selected comparison controls that include the contribution of emerging cofactors, both genetic and acquired, will continue to improve our understanding of the relationship, if any, between COVID-19 and ABO blood group. In the end, unlocking what role blood types play would potentially help scientists better understand the risk of disease for people in different blood groups. 
I would like to leave you with the following. It is reasonable to conclude from what we know of polymorphism that individuals belonging to the different blood groups are not equally viable. A valuable line of inquiry, which does not yet seem to have been pursued in any detail, would be to study the blood group distributions in patients suffering from a wide variety of diseases. It is possible that in some conditions, infectious or otherwise, they would depart from their normal frequencies, indicating that persons of a particular blood group are unduly susceptible to the disease in question. This quote uh, came from the famous geneticist E.B. Ford in 1945. That brings us to the end of the podcast. As you can see, the findings regarding blood types and the purpose they serve in the prognosis of the disease is still largely unknown. Uh, Tony, thank you again so much for taking the time to speak with us and share your expertise. Thank you, Matt, for having me um, at this podcast today. It was um, a very interesting topic to discuss. So for everyone out there, I hope you enjoyed the discussion about the association between blood types and development of disease. Whether literature really answers the questions of if certain blood types are more associated with COVID-19, uh, please make sure, as always, to read the podcast description for additional reading materials and suggested references. And based on our podcast today, I leave you with the orthopop quiz. Do you remember in which year the first publication connected ABO blood types with tuberculosis? Thank you, as always, for listening today, and please subscribe to Ortho Science Bites, our monthly podcast where we'll be discussing more complex questions we face every day in our labs. Brought to you by Orthoclinical Diagnostics, pioneering advances in diagnostics for 75 years, because every test is a life. Take care and stay safe.